Welcome to Nomcast, where we take a deep dive into your food and splash around to see what we can find. I'm your host, Alice Saslavsky. And first up today, we're going to delve right into something purple and gooey to help us figure out the difference between food facts and food fibs. But as always, before we get into it, I want to remind everyone to keep their brains switched on and fully charged because there'll be a quiz at the end. Okay, so it's time to get into the sticky truth about a world-famous blackcurrant concentrate. If you haven't tasted it, it's a purple syrup you can mix with water that was originally invented as a vitamin C supplement for children during World War II. War meant fresh fruits and veggies were harder to come by, so the British government made lots and lots of blackcurrant concentrate so families didn't get scurvy. It was an instant hit because it was so sweet and so purple. Mm-mm, yummy. Plus, the sharpness of the black currants meant it didn't taste like lolly. So it wasn't long before the black currant concentrate had become a household name. And they were very careful to keep up their reputation as a healthy drink, with ads claiming that black currants have four times the vitamin C of oranges. Which is true. Black currants do have more vitamin C than oranges. But the thing about the most convincing lies is that they often rely on a little inkling of truth. And most people kept believing that the blackcurrant concentrate was full of vitamin C until 2004, when two 14-year-old students, Anna Devathasan and Jenny Suo from Pakaranga College in Auckland, decided they'd test this particular blackcurrant concentrate's vitamin C levels for a school science experiment. They weren't originally suspicious of the drink. They believed the ads like everybody else. So when they compared a ready-to-drink box of blackcurrant concentrate to orange juice and found no detectable traces of vitamin C in the blackcurrant concentrate at all, they were very surprised. They ended up contacting the company that was making it to try and find out more, but they got no good answers. Instead, they were just told the same old thing about blackcurrants being packed with vitamin C. But it turns out blackcurrant syrup isn't the same thing as the big, fresh pile of blackcurrants on the bottle. Maybe back when the British government were making blackcurrant concentrate, it was full of vitamin C, but the stuff they put in boxes for school lunches was mainly just sugar. Eventually, the media caught on to the story of two school kids debunking this myth, and the company that makes it was investigated. This company ended up having to pay a fine of over $200,000 for trying to fool the good people of New Zealand with false advertising. But they couldn't fool Jenny and Anna because those girls had the power of science on their side. When you look at the lineup of self-serve leafy greens in the supermarket, you wouldn't pick up the tongs, point at the spinach and automatically think, that food looks controversial. But it kind of is. It's said that in 1870, a German chemist, Erich von Wolf, was doing some official research into the nutritional benefits of spinach when he wrote a decimal point down in the wrong spot. Instead of writing that 100 grams of spinach has 3.5 milligrams of iron, he recorded it as having a whopping 35 milligrams. This led people to believe the leafy green had 10 times more iron than it actually did. For years and years, kids were told that spinach would make them as strong as Popeye. If you don't know who Popeye is, he's a cartoon sailor who eats cans of spinach to give him superhuman strength. These false claims, along with the popularity of Popeye, apparently boosted spinach sales around the world exponentially. It's a great story about not believing everything you read, 
The problem is, it's likely that the Eric Von Wolf story is made up too. The rumour about his dodgy spinach measurements can be traced back to 1981, when a man by the name of Dr TJ Hamlin wrote an article about Wolf in the British Medical Journal. This is where Hamlin claimed Wolf was so wrong about the iron levels in spinach that people would be better off eating the can if they wanted a hit of iron like Popeye. Dr Hamlin had been writing in medical journals for years, so even scientists believed his story about the sloppy German chemist from the 1870s. It seems people only realised much later that Hamlin wrote the story in the Christmas edition of the journal, which is their comedy issue. It's the only time of year when medical professionals who write about this stuff are allowed to have a bit of fun and publish articles that have no evidence or references. Later, Hamlin admitted he'd been allowed to be loose with the facts. And when asked, he admitted he couldn't produce any evidence at all that backed up the story of Wolf's dodgy measurements. So what is the truth about spinach? Well, the truth is, spinach tastes great especially on pizza with pine nuts and Greek yoghurt. And it does have iron, but not too much more than other leafy greens out there like kale and Swiss chard. What we can be certain about is that it's easy to come to conclusions about food based on what you see or think, rather than what can be proven by science. In the late 1700s, for example, lots of Europeans were scared of tomatoes. Which seems silly now, but it made sense at the time because people kept dying after eating tomatoes. What people didn't realise back then was that the acid in the tomatoes was reacting to the lead in the plates that they were eating off. It was the lead that was poisoning people, not the tomatoes. But that didn't stop people from being scared of tomatoes for around 200 years. This episode of NOMCAST is brought to you by the Gorilla Gardening Foundation. There's been a lot of talk in recent years about gorilla gardeners. These rogue green thumbs dig up gravel and weeds to convert unused public space into little urban oases throughout the city. Meanwhile, the wild gorillas of Rwanda, Uganda, the Democratic Republic of the Congo are surviving on a bland diet of bamboo shoots and native fruits. These great apes share 98% of our DNA, and there's every chance they'd enjoy fresh tomatoes, herbs, and silver beet every bit as much as we do. Please help us equip the last surviving gentle giants of the jungle with the correct seedlings and gardening tools so that they can live a tastier, more nourished existence. Please visit gorillagardening.com.au. That's G-O-R-I-L-L-A gardening.com.au. And donate to the Gorilla Gardening Foundation today. Sometimes actual facts can morph in fantastical ways. People think the myth of garlic warding off vampires is actually based on the truth that it's a natural insect repellent. Others think the myth can be traced back to a rabies outbreak in the Balkans back in the 1700s. Wolves and bats with rabies show the same snarling, slobbering symptoms people associate with vampires. Also, apparently, back then, about 25% of people with rabies would try and bite other people. Their saliva would transmit the infection, like a vampire bite. The other thing is, rabid people are hypersensitive to smell, which would explain why garlic and onions are supposed to ward off vampires. 
Another great World War II era food fib is that carrots will help you see in the dark. I bet you've heard that one before. The UK propaganda department spread the idea by claiming that carrots were helping the Royal Air Force see better at night. The British and the Germans were competing to make new military technology at the time, and the story goes that the British spread the rumour that carrots give you night vision to try and hide the fact that they'd installed radar technology. Again, the great thing about the rumour is it's not a complete lie. Carrots are good for your eyes. They have lots of beta-carotene, which helps our bodies make vitamin A. This helps our eyes convert light into a signal that can be read by our brains more easily. It also nourishes the cornea, which is the clear front part of the eye. So eating carrots is good for your eyes, but eating three plates of them at night won't help you see better because the body will tend to stop converting beta-carotene into vitamin A once it's had enough. Also, goat liver is just as good for your eyes as carrots, but no one's claiming it can help people win a war. (laughs) In the end, the idea that spinach makes you strong or that carrots can make you see in the dark isn't the worst thing to be spreading around. But we do have to be careful about the whole idea of superfoods in general. It's tempting to think the ripe berries and seeds and juices and tonics can replace a balanced diet, but the boring truth is nutrition is complicated. It's different for everybody, and it's still a bit mysterious. The best way to feel good is to have fun with food. Fill your plate with lots of different foods and try and make meals with fresh ingredients as much as possible. To listen to your body, Keep trying new things and please always remember to keep your cupboards stocked with garlic and onions in case of vampires are real. All right, quiz time. Question one. What are the names of the girls who unsuccessfully tried to find vitamin C in blackcurrant concentrate? Question two. Who was the cartoon sailor who helped spinach be more popular with kids? Question three. In what century were Europeans scared of tomatoes? Question four. What country was the scientist from who was supposed to have miscalculated the iron levels of spinach? Question five. True or false? Goat's liver is as good for your eyes as carrots. Question six. Who invented blackcurrant concentrate? Okay, that's all we have time for today. Make sure you check phenomenon.com.au for the quiz answers and for more deep dives from the Phenomenon Nomcast. Over and out. This podcast was brought to you by Hort Innovation using the mushroom and onion research and development levies and funds from the Australian government. For more information, visit horticulture.com.au. For more information on Phenomenon, check out phenomenon.com.au.